Welcome to Money MD, where the money doctors are in the house. We're giving out prescriptions for better financial health and making smart decisions with your money. We give common sense solutions to your complex problems. And now, here are the doctors. Well, Zach, you know, it's that uh, great time of the spring. It's Super Bowl weekend. Yeah, Super Bowl is coming up in a few days now. A few days right here in uh, Sunday. And um, it's pretty exciting. I mean, we got the Bengals um, and the L.A. Rams. And uh, yeah, to my chagrin, Joe Burrows, you know, <laughs> took down my Clemson Tigers a couple years ago. And I was there, actually, in, uh, <clears throat> in Louisiana. And um, yeah, that was kind of sad, New Orleans, whenever he beat us. We were so far ahead in the first quarter, and then he came back and yeah. smoked us. Well, it's got to feel good that at least the quarterback that beat you in his second year in the NFL yeah. is taking his team to the Super Bowl. That means... Yeah, he's pretty amazing. Yeah, you, know? you didn't and, get beat by some some chump of a quarterback you got beat by the real deal so yeah and i mean so i kind of go with the <clears throat> with the 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 money line or whatever it is the point spread that i think burrows will take down yeah. stafford is a stafford yeah matt name? stafford yep matt stafford the la rams um and i'm not the only one because fun fact you know the largest online wager was made this week um, that's right four and a half million dollars by it's a guy called Mattress Max. Mattress Max. Mattress, Mattress Mac, maybe? Mac? Oh, Mattress Mac. Okay, yeah, Mac, I think, that's I right. think it was. Yep. You know, some guy in Texas that obviously is a serious gambler. And uh, so he Four and put a half million, huh? Four and a half million yeah. on the Bengals. Yeah, and so here's the also fun fact is he owns a mattress store, as the name would imply. Sure, right? I would hope so. It's like a furniture yeah. and mattress <laughs> store. And uh, so he said that if anybody goes between now and, and Super Bowl time and spends like three thousand dollars or more in his store that if he wins he's going to use his winnings to totally reimburse Total, them for what crazy. they bought him what they yeah. bought so it's like you got like a 50 50 chance or better if right. you go buy stuff from a store of getting it free get it free if you need a new mattress yeah. you go to a store if you lose then you got your new mattress because you needed it you get a decent price probably if you <clears throat> if he wins, then you get a free mattress. Hey, if I was in sh if I was shopping for mattresses, I'd be online taking checking a chance taking yeah. a look at that. I'm not, the, I don't know where he's at. I guess at, in the Texas. Well, you know, it's area, in but. Texas, and I don't know that you can. I don't know if it applies. I think online he's, didn't he say in store if you come in store. Maybe? I don't know. Yeah, hmm. I just read the article. Some interesting. It's interesting, interesting nonetheless. Yeah, okay. Interesting <laughs> facts. So he'll win seven million dollars. So yeah. he'll have like three and a half, three million dollars to spend on. Reimbursing, um, reimbursing people. Yeah, so pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, another cool fact yeah. is that the Bengals haven't been to the Super Bowl since 1988. Wow. That's a long time. That is a long time. Yeah, and so, again... Um, so that's even that's almost as long as it's been since Georgia had won the national championship. That's almost as long as I've been alive. It's <laughs> yeah, a long it's time. one year. I was one when they well, were that's there. That's cool. So, so, I mean, if they win, that'll be good for them. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, I mean, Joe Burrow's only second year in the NFL. It'd be pretty incredible that what is, he's yeah. done. That's a, to, that's a great feat. Yeah. To even get there. Mm -hmm. Last interesting fact here, $7 million for a 30-second commercial in the Super Bowl this year. Man. Highest number ever. Yeah. That, um, that's, in, that's an incredible yeah. amount. So, ours is going to run right after halftime. Right. Um, of yeah. course. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> People will, will know us. Isn't that insane? I mean, can you imagine <laughs> you're like the... You're like marketing budget. Oh, we're gonna we're gonna you know buy a seven yeah. million dollar thirty second commercial, Man. and I don't know how that pays off, but obviously it does. It, I mean, yeah, I'm sure they crunch the numbers <laughs> and they they say it's worth it, but yeah, it, it sounds far fetched. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Anyway, so enough about Super Bowl. That's that's 
interesting though. It'll be a fun, fun Sunday watching that. Um, what's not so fun though is taxes. They're um, not that fun. They're not that fun. And uh, you know, our show today is all about taxes, Zach, because I mean, it is tax time, unfortunately. It is. Yeah. So we got to deal with it, and uh, so we got to face it head on. So yeah, our first topic is going to be retirement plan tax prep checklist, which yes. is important. Very important because yeah. retirement plans are are complicated enough, and you know the taxes surrounding them. You just want to make sure you don't pay more than you need to, right. and that you have everything you need. And you're ready to file taxes, and and you take advantage of contributions and things. So we're going to go through everything related to taxes and tax prep and retirement plans today. Yeah, yeah. And the next uh, next topic we'll look at is um, six benefits to filing your taxes early. Uh, just the um, just the benefits from maybe receiving more of a um, refund from from the government to dealing with less stress, um, stuff like that. We'll get into that topic, which is really important. Um, there are also some things we'll talk about in your in your article too about the warnings of filing too early. But we'll right. we'll flesh out all that nuance for you. It still is good to file early for sure. But we'll get into it. Yeah, absolutely. And this is a really strange year too. So it's good year to talk about yeah. taxes because. The IRS is so far behind. So far. Um, yeah, you got to make sure you deal with that properly. Yeah, and there are uh, a lot of different rules from last year that you, that are not normal. And, and so there's just, yeah, yeah taking a little yeah. extra time to prep is yeah. important this and year. Yeah, and filing with paper would be, you only want to do that if you owe money. Anyway, we'll yes. talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. By the way, I'm Steve Marbert. I'm a certified financial planner and a Dave Ramsey Smart Investor Pro with over 26 years of experience in financial planning and investment advice. My name is Zach Albanese. I'm a financial advisor who's been in the industry for about three years now. And we're excited to have you listen to us today on our weekly show. Our, our podcasts are up every Friday morning. Um, also, check out our website, moneymd.net there. Um, you can listen to our show right there on the website, or you can get us on iTunes. Um, again, we're up every Friday, and uh, listen to us anywhere in the world. And also, um, you know, we have all of our old shows on our website, so you can go on there. Sorry. You can search or look by by topic. We have you know both segments uh, listed there, and you can look at all of the information we put out there. We've been doing this for over ten years. Lots of shows out there, a oh, lot yeah. of information, mm-hmm. and then we have some good tools on our website as well. Some calculators. We have like a retirement planning tool, so we have some information you really want to check out there on the website. And you can link to us there and send us your questions. We would love to uh, talk to about those right here on the show um, for you. We're going to start off this week though with the financial fact of the week. Yeah, so the financial fact of the week is that the median household pays about 28.5% in total taxes with 12.8% in federal taxes along with 7.65% for Social Security and Medicare taxes and another 8% for state sales and property taxes. So like you said, this episode's all about taxes and there's some good data there about what kind of the average or the median household pays regarding taxes each year. Yeah, and that's their effective tax rate. So it really adds up. You know, I mean, it's more than people think. I mean, taxes are remarkably low right now at the federal level right. for income. But you still have Social Security. You yeah. still have Medicare. You have, you know, your state income, property taxes. You have all of that, and it adds up. So this is your effective tax rate is almost a third of your income for the average couple, average family um, your your marginal tax rate is even higher than that yeah. because that's what the next dollar, you know, pays right. in taxes. So, yeah, I mean, taxes are super important. I think this just highlights the importance of making sure you're not, you're not missing some breaks, you're not missing right. some moves that you need to make. Yeah, with 30% of your income, you know, affected, I mean, that's that's a large chunk. So you need to Absolutely. plan for and consider that. 
Exactly. Um, speaking of which, um, that leads up to our first topic here, and that is the retirement plan tax prep checklist. And this is based on a good recent article out of uh, Investopedia, um, Barbara Weltman. And uh, Zach, I mean, you know, we're all about taxes here because we are in the grind of tax season. Unfortunately, we all have to deal with and uh, retirement plans, though, are a huge component of proper tax yeah, planning. They are. You know, in fact, I mean, they exist really for one reason only, and that is to save us taxes now and in retirement. Mm -hmm. That's why we have retirement plans. That's why we use them in retirement plans um, like 401ks and company plans, along with individual retirement accounts, IRAs. They allow you to save money for retirement on a tax deferred or tax advantaged basis. Um, the earnings will grow tax either tax free in a Roth or it'll grow tax deferred in regular IRAs. And so when it comes to tax time, you need to make sure you're up to date with your contributions, all your requirements. Um, so we have all the tips for you here to help you maximize your tax advantages for retirement plans today. If so the first tip is to, to watch the contribution deadline. Um, as a lot of people know, I mean, you have until April 15th tax filing deadline to contribute to your IRA or your Roth for the previous year. So you have these extra few months here, um, three and a half months actually, mm -hmm. to make that contribution for last year. And the only extension beyond that, though, is if you're if you own a business and you can contribute to a qualified retirement plan like a SEP or a SIMPLE or 401k, you can do that up to the extension due date of your return. Um, not a 401k, just a, a SEP or a simple IRA, that is. So your extension due date. Um, and um, But their plan had to be in place before December 31st. Um, if you didn't have it in place before December 31st, you could still set up a SEP IRA by the extended due date of your return. So the deadlines are important. You want to make sure you watch yeah, those. That's right. Yeah. Another tip is to use your tax refund that you get uh, for a contribution. Because uh, if you're owed a tax refund, you can actually apply it directly toward a contribution to an IRA or a Roth IRA. And you can you can even do this for the 2021 tax year uh, if you submit the tax return to the IRS in time. Um, and But what you want to make sure is you notify your custodian or trustee that you want the funds applied for that year. Um, and to do that, you want to use form uh, 8888 to tell the IRS where to send your refund. If funds arrive late or you don't tell the custodian or trustee you want them used for the previous year, in this case 2021, they might um, unfortunately be applied to 2022. And you want to make sure you, you maximize your contributions for each year. Yeah. And by the way, that's a totally new facet. Yeah. Uh, you know, that's never been available before till this year that you could tell your refund to go directly wow. to your IRA or your Roth IRA. Yeah. Um, it's kind of strange. I don't know why you would do that. Um, I yeah. guess you could do that. I guess, you, well, I guess that allows you to do it after April 15th. I guess you can do it, huh. you know, because that money comes in. If you didn't yeah. have the funds, right? you could say, okay, send my refund, yeah. which might come until May, sure. to my Roth for last year. And that would apply to it with yeah. that, with that yeah. form, new form. Oh, that's, it's an interesting thing. Yeah. I've never seen that done before. Yeah. Obviously, it hadn't existed. So yeah. there you go. New but I guess, the, I guess the rationale for that is it was money that you were owed for the previous year. Right. So I guess you can... Use, use that, that money, money to fund right. for the previous oh, year. Okay. Yeah. IRS, way to go. There you go. So something new, you can, new, new tidbit for you yeah. there. Um, also, I mean, you need to make sure you can fix excess contributions. I mean, the IRA, IRA contribution limit for 2021 and 2022 remains at $6,000. 
if you're under 50, 7,000 if you're old, older than 50 years old. Simple and SEP IRAs have their own limits that are that are higher, but those are company plans. Um, so your income, you know, may be lower or or may eliminate your income may eliminate or or lower that deduction that you can take mm-hmm. for contributing to a traditional IRA if you or your spouse participated in a qualified retirement plan such as a 401k at work. So if you participate, you can't do as much outside the plan um, in your own personal IRA if you make over their certain limits. Right. And they're pretty low limits. So you want to make sure you look at that before you go contributing outside of your plan. Um, you're, uh, also, your adjusted gross income can reduce or ban contributions to Roth IRAs, regardless of what, you, what you're doing with other plans. Um, the limit's pretty high there. It's close to $200,000 yeah. for a married couple. Um, but any excess contributions higher than what you're eligible to make are subject to a 6% penalty each year unless you take corrective action. So you'll want to act quickly to remove any excess contributions. Mm-hmm. So if the excess contribution involves a traditional IRA, be sure you don't deduct the contribution um, that you made. Um, so if you discover that error before you file your tax return, you got to withdraw the excess contribution plus any earnings no later than tax filing the tax filing deadline to avoid that 6% penalty. Um, and if you've already filed, then you have to remove the excess contribution or earnings within six months and you have to file an amended return by October, the October extension deadline. Um, and then of course, you know, you get your, get your, uh, you have to pay extra taxes because you took a deduction yeah. for something you didn't, should, didn't deserve. Right. Yeah. And it, it really gets complicated. <clears throat> it's easy to get out of sync and end up contributing too much to these plans, actually. In fact, I, you know, I think we, we had someone this week email with a problem contributing to both a SEP and a simple because they switched without stopping the other. And it just makes, yep. it, it, it makes for this complicated mess or potential complicated mess. But the good news, as you mentioned earlier, is you genuinely can count on contributing toward um, either this year or last year up until that tax deadline. And so you have some flexibility for fixing problems. If you miss that deadline, remove the excess even after October 15th and reduce next year's contributions by that excess amount. Um, But again, keep in mind that any earnings you withdraw from your IRA are going to be considered um, as income. So there'll be tax as ordinary income. And you actually may owe a 10% penalty if you're younger than 59 and a half. So it seems it's just better to err on um, making sure that it's that you're under right. as opposed to being potentially over and having to go through all these hoops yeah. and different paperwork to, to correct everything. Yeah, till you file. That's the right. key. You want to wait till you you want to you want to shoot to be a little bit under until you file your return. Right. And then when you do your return, you'll see exactly where you are. Yeah. You can make an additional contribution to top you up right. to that limit. To, that, to, but, to get it exact. But yep. don't guess real early in the year and be way over if you think your income's right. going anywhere close to yeah. limiting how much you can put and in there. And that just put, puts more work in your, your hands. So. Exactly. And opens the room for penalties and errors and stuff. So, all right. And then you want to make sure you take your minimum required distributions. I mean, that's super important. Yeah, tax deferral doesn't last forever. I mean, make sure you understand when you have to start taking required mm-hmm. minimum distributions, your RMDs. The IRS, they p- impose a 50% penalty. <laughs> that is huge on any missed RMDs, meaning you're going to owe the penalty plus um, the regular taxes that you owe on it when right. you take it out. Yeah. So uh, pretty much they're going to say send it all in take, if yeah. you miss that. Take okay? that RMD. So you want to yeah. make sure you take the RMD. 
and the rules are pretty complex with RMDs. Um, but um, so here are the basic information you need to get started. First of all, Roth IRAs, they require no RMD during right. your lifetime. So these are great. I love Roths, love Roth 401ks. It's a great place to save mm-hmm. if you're getting started. Then you can just leave it for your lifetime. If you don't need the money, you can leave it in the account alone. You can let it grow tax-free even for your heirs. So yeah. Roths are preferable for that yeah. that purpose. Um, you know, for pre-tax accounts, you have to start taking RMDs by April 1st of the year after you turn 72. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the amount of the RMD is based on the IRS tables. It starts at around 4% now um, <clears throat> that first year. Right. And I would suggest not waiting till April of the following year. No. I would do it in the year that you turn 72. Right. Because if you wait till April the next year, you have to double up that year. Right. Because you got to pay for the. Yeah. So you don't want to do, you don't want to take two in a year. So you might as well take it in the year you turn 72 <clears throat> for the first one, about 4%. Yeah. For inherited and qualified retirement plans or an IRA, the rules get are a lot more complicated. Um, depends on <clears throat> your relationship to the account holder. Um, it can get, get complicated. As I said, you know, if you are a surviving spouse, you can opt to roll the benefits over into your own account. You can treat them as your own, mm. as if it was yours, right? And you can wait till 72 and do all of that. If you inherit an IRA, though, from your spouse who died in 2021, um, a rollover means you can postpone RMDs until you hit 72, as mm-hmm. we just mentioned. But if you're not a surviving spouse, you generally must take a distribution of the entire balance within 10 years, hmm. 10 calendar years yeah. of the owner's death. That's right. Yeah. <clears throat> so that's no a new d- rule. That, that's just a few years old, right? Just a few years old, yeah. right? 2017, I think, is when that came into play. So, yeah, exactly. So 10-year rule falls into play if you're not the spouse. Yeah. Um, notable exceptions to the 10-year rule, though, however, include um, owner's minor child, mm-hmm. um, a disabled or chronically ill beneficiary, um, or any other beneficiary who's not more than 10 years younger than the original owner. So mm. there are some exceptions yeah, to that. That's good. And if you fail to take <clears throat> your RMDs, um, there is a chance you actually might qualify for relief by showing reasonable cause for your, your failure to take the RMD. Um, you don't have to pay the penalty up front, but you must file uh, another form. There's so many forms. There's, the IRS it loves their complicated. forms. But this form is 5329 with your tax return and attach an explanation for uh, the reason why you didn't pay RMD. So you could say whether it's a medical condition, maybe you received bad tax advice uh, um, regarding how much you should take. So what's more, though, is you must show that you took the RMD as soon as you could. And it seems like the the IRS is, they're not like if you miss it, uh, pay the penalty and move on. It's more like just correct it fast. They like timely responses. Even if you miss a deadline, don't, don't wait. Just Pay it as soon as you can. Yeah, and I think they're pretty liberal on yeah. that on that exception to the RMD if you missed it, you know. So I think if you just, you know, have some good reason, you got bad tax advice. I mean, anybody could say they got bad tax advice, right? right? Yeah. So there you go. It's pretty liberal. Yeah. I think you can get around that. You just yeah. got to file the form. You That's file the it, key. Do it quickly because it's really yeah the fifty percent right. penalty is just yeah it's not worth it. It's so. Huge. So yeah. you want to get around that. Yeah, and protect yourself if you took distributions before age fifty nine and a half. You know, even if you weren't required to take a distribution, <clears throat> you might have opted to do so before um, retirement age because you needed the money for some reason. The distribution generally is fully taxable. Um, there are different rules apply to the Roth IRAs and, and the regular IRAs. Mm-hmm. Um, 
but you want to report it on uh, your 10. It's going to be reported to you on 1099R. Mm-hmm. Um, in addition, if you were under age 59 and a half, you're going to be penalized 10% unless you qualify for an exception. We're not going to go through all the exceptions. There are some exceptions you can use, like death, disability, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's also uh, the, the 72T rule where you can take substantial equal distributions. So there are some ways to get around it. In general, you want to leave it alone yeah. to 59 oh, yeah. and a half by all means. But yeah, just be aware of that. Yeah. And another thing to to talk about is the the deadlines for contributing to an IRA. We talked about it a little bit, but interesting this year, there is a a, a little bit of, instead of April 15th, it's, it's now April 18th right. uh, for this year to add money to your IRA for the 2021 tax year. So keep that date in mind. If you're, if you think you have more money to add to last year, uh, April 18th is the deadline for 2022. Um, and if you contribute anytime between that January 1st, April 18th window, Again, make sure you specify which tax year your contribution applies to, because otherwise the custodian could apply it to the current year, and that's not what you were were hoping for. So, that's right. That's right. So the bottom line here is, I mean, the rules for retirement accounts are complicated. They change periodically. Um, for help, though, talk to your financial advisor, to an IRA custodian, even better, your your tax preparer or CPA. Um, if you stay on top of these basic rules, it will enable you to fully utilize the retirement plan, save a lot in taxes over your lifetime. Um, so get it done right this year and fully take advantage of your retirement plans because that is your biggest tool yep. for saving taxes yeah, huge. by far. Mm-hmm. So there you go. All right. And that leads us up here to our question of the week. Yeah. And really our question is very much related to this article here. And the question is, you know, I found out I contributed too much to my Roth last year. Right. How can I fix that? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, you know, as we mentioned, you you can take it out. Um, you know, you have um, up until April 15th yep. to remove yeah. it, tax mm-hmm. filing time, um, without a penalty. You have to remove the, the contribution plus the earnings. Yeah, that's right. Um, and the earnings are taxable. The earnings are going to be taxable. Yeah. Um, so you can do that, and that's your Roth IRA. And then um, you also can can recharacterize it to a to a different year. And I don't know if we mentioned that in the article, but but you know, up to April fifteenth, you can contribute for either year. Right. So if you contributed too much for twenty twenty one, you can count that extra toward twenty twenty two. So if you get with your custodian, whoever you contributed to through, and just ask them to apply the extra to the new right. year, um, that's another great option. Yeah. Oftentimes, yeah, that way you don't have to deal with. Pulling out excess, you can just say, hey, yeah. use that for right. this current, current year. That's As smart. long yeah. as you could think you're going to qualify for this year. Right. So you got to yeah. look at that option as well. So Yes. Good question. And that leads us up here to our next topic, and that is the six benefits of filing your taxes early. Yeah. See, Steve, I disagree. I think there's no better time in the year than tax season. Okay. For procrastinating. Well, for procrastinating. For procrastinating. Yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> I don't know where you're getting that from, but okay, yeah. There's no better time of the year well, for procrastinating. I'm, I'm more of the other side of the camp. I like just knock things knock out, out. And yeah. so I would love to file early, but I don't. I, yeah. I wait till April to file my there taxes, okay? Okay. Because they're just, it's complicated. And a lot of stuff comes Doesn't late. Come in, yeah. Sometimes you get corrections. So right. I'm just going to wait till I know I have all the information yeah. and then I'm just going to. I'm going to slam it really hard yeah. like April 1st. Yeah, that's good. That's kind of, you know, I'm I'm personally like 90% done with mine, but I think I had the same reservation you do is I don't want to receive something <laughs> late February and then I have to go back and make these do these amendments and then it's just it just gets messy. But but <clears throat> um yeah, but I think also part of me is like, oh, I'm almost done, so I'll just coast and then 
Yeah. Then April gets here and you're like, I have to, uh, I have to finish that last 10%. So uh, interesting fact that according to the IRS data in a normal tax year, about 30 million taxpayers wait until the last two weeks before tax day. So that's you, Steve. You that's wait, me. That's you wait me. Until the last I do. <laughs> I do. I wait. Um, like I said, you know, good reason for that. But there are some good reasons <laughs> there for are following early, right? That's so. right. Yeah. So this year, as we mentioned before, April 18th is the deadline. Um, and it, with over 75% of taxpayers receiving an average income tax return of about 2700 then uh, it, it's a good reason to file your taxes early to get that money if you are receiving that refund. So here are some Absolutely. six tips. Um, the first one is is simply uh, you avoid processing delays. You know, right. So the IRS has not had an easy past couple of years because of the pandemic. Um, but this year we need to uh, really realize that if they had that issue, then uh, then they're going to have even more issues this year because they have to catch up. So absolutely, yeah. It's fun. It's interesting because the IRS is way, but they're way, way behind. behind. I mean, yeah. it's unbelievable. They are eight point six million. Um, they, they returns that still had to be processed for, as of December for last year. Yeah. So they're miles behind now. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so yeah, if you want to, if you want to get your refund early, definitely you want to, you want to file early. Um, and by all means do it electronically. My goodness. Um, if you file with paper, you're dead. Oh yeah. Um, so file electronically. And if you filed a big tax return, then, I mean, if you have a big refund coming, yeah, I'd say file early and make mm -hmm. sure you get that refund. So, um, yeah, there's lots of good reasons here for doing that. Yeah, and the second one um, is that early filers eliminate tax deadline stress. Uh, I think, you know, statistics here, what is the survey here that um, that this article is from? Or by the way, this article is from Ramsey Solutions, and they did a survey that I guess TaxLayer did. And it says 61% of um, taxpayers say that this season is stressful, and 16% said they'd rather have a root canal than filing taxes, which is just ridiculous. <laughs> but as you can see, people get stressed out. It's it's a stressful time. Right. They don't want to do it. And so having kind of like a systematic process of of just gathering your documents, getting that in order can help defeat that stress. That's right. Another good reason is, you know, at early filers actually average larger refunds. There you go. Now, a big part of that is because those early filers are the very people that have a larger refund coming, refund. right? <laughs> so they want to file early. <laughs> right. That is the obvious reason. Yeah. But it also gives them more time. So they're right. able to prepare better, you know, make sure they get all the deductions. They're not in a rush. They're not panicked. Um, so, yeah, giving yourself more time, doing it early so you can kind of relax, drink your coffee, and, and think through it reasonably well is going to help you get a better refund. Yeah. Another reason to, to file early is to protect yourself from identity theft. Um, it, and it happens um, that, you know, there between 2015 and 2019, the IRS stopped online tax fraudsters from stealing $26 billion through identity theft wow. issues. And so you just want to, if you, sometimes you can, if you file late, someone might have used your social security number to file already, you can run into that issue. So that's just one benefit of filing early is to avoid any identity theft matters. Yeah, another benefit of filing early is it gives you time to make a plan, you right. know, particularly if you have a tax bill that you have to pay. If you have a big tax bill coming up, you're going to want to take some time, figure out where the money's going to come from, move money around to get it in the right place. Um, so, yeah, I mean, filing early is going to give you time to do that. Um, and it just you just want to make sure you've looked at every possible way to avoid having to pay a big tax bill. 
So not being in a rush is going to give you time to do that. Yeah. So filing early is a big, big plus there. Yeah. And the, the sixth um, benefit of filing early is really, especially if you need help, is you'll have less competition finding a tax professional. It's hard, very hard to get someone in early April to do your taxes last minute. And so I think, especially now, we find it very hard to even find somebody to, to get your taxes done. It's true. And so doing it early, especially if you need help from a tax professional, is good because you'll have access to, to more. Um, Absolutely. To more yeah, they're not taking anybody, you know, in, in no. March. No, so, no, no. Yeah, yeah, you're going to have to start early if yep. you want to get some help and you don't have somebody already lined up exactly. to help you with that. Yeah. So um, those are just a few reasons um, to get started with your taxes early. Like you said, there's there's reasons to wait till you actually click file, but starting early with gathering information is always a good thing. So absolutely, absolutely. Speaking of reasons to wait, yeah, that brings us to our prescription of That's the week, right. Zach. You know, yeah. and that is you want to make double sure that you have everything before you file your taxes, and that might be a reason not to file early. Okay, sure. because. You know, if you have taxable investments where you get a consolidated 1099 that has a dividends, interest, mm -hmm. capital gain distributions, and capital gains, if you get if you have that after-tax investment account, what happens is you get corrections to that sometimes. Mm -hmm. And the reason you get a correction is not like they made a mistake. It's because the the companies that make up those investments they will they will change they will requalify some of their dividends as qualified dividends. Mm. So their dividends they'll start off non-qualified, then as the as the as the tax season goes on, they'll revise that, and there'll be more and more qualified dividends, which get a lower tax much rate, more beneficial. So for you're you, going to yeah. get yeah. It'll be, so if you sometimes those come like in March, yeah. Okay, so if you have those kind of complicated investment accounts, probably want to wait. Don't file too early. Wait till near the end of March, so you're sure you got the latest 1099 corrected. Uh, version and uh, and but you just want to make sure you got all your documents. Okay, look at last year's tax return. Make sure you have everything yeah. that was required last year, plus anything new, new yeah. that came up during the year before you file. That's your prescription week. Make sure you have That's everything good. in a row, all so, your ducks in a row. So you, you would say, and this is um, this is a selfish question. What is what would you say if you have a situation like that? What's a good deadline? A good deadline. But you, you know, you want to make sure everything's ready. You want to file right. it somewhat early, but like make sure, wait, mid-March, right. end of March. I would say mid-March. Mid-March, okay. I think, is a great right, time good. to file to if know. you have complicated situation. You have investment accounts. Sure. You have, having, you know, have mutual funds and stuff like that, yeah. that that tend to have those Just in corrections. case those corrections happen. Right. I'd yeah. say wait till mid-March. All right, that's good, yeah. good news. Yeah. So good prescription of the week. All right. And that brings us to a close for this week's edition of Money MD. Tune in next week to hear more prescriptions for your financial health. Check us out on our website, moneymd.net. You can send us your questions, link to us there. We'd love to hear from you. Um, or you can give us a call at Richard Young Associates at 706-739-0725. Thanks for listening. Have a great rest of the week. Yeah, have a great weekend. This program contains general information only and should not be taken as specific investment, tax, or legal advice. This broadcast is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security. SmartVestor Pro is not connected to investment returns. Further information is available by contacting Richard Young Associates, a registered investment advisor.